Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Listen, what are your rules about fruit and dessert? You know you have them. 651-641-1071. Or if you don't, you will. Probably at the end of this segment. 651-641-1071. What are your feelings about fruit and dessert? Why are we asking? Okay. I I ate somewhere this weekend, which shall remain nameless. Um, it was a great dinner, lovely company. It was my husband. We're always together, like, but <laughs> I don't want to shade them because their dessert options were not well, ideal. Here's the thing. I feel strongly that there need to be desserts available that do not meld something that is traditionally de- desserty with fruit. So some of the things that I saw on this menu, let's just put it this way. Nothing didn't have fruit in it. Yeah, that's 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 interesting. That's in Minnesota and, interesting because yes. it just doesn't seem typical. Now, I will say typically it's very common to have a fruit dessert, a fruit forward dessert, maybe even two fruit forward desserts. Mm-hmm. But then you'll usually get the contrast yes. with perhaps a chocolate forward dessert. Or a caramel for a good dessert. And here's what was happening as I was looking at this dessert menu, because the answer to do you want dessert is yes. Always. Because there's always Which, by the way, room in the dessert a, com- compartment. I was at a restaurant this weekend. They didn't have dessert. Continue. Okay. That That's a whole Shall separate conversation. Nameless. That's a separate conversation. That is. How does that happen? That's hard for me to get around. But your fruit fields were on fire. The, I had fiery fruit fields fruit because fields. this is what would happen. I'd be looking at the menu and it would be like chocolate grenache blobbity blue. And I'd be like, good, yay, I'm on it. And then it would be like with clementines. And I'd be like, bye. No. Next. Next thing was like thus and such pudding with all kinds of excitement and raspberries. And I was like, no. As and there were five options and not one of them did not have fruit in it. And it wasn't the kind of place where you can be like, can I have that without the fruit? Yeah. Cause it's like, what's well, going to ask is the fruit integrated into the recipe or is it just something you can flick off? I'm not quite sure because guess what? Nothing was to my standards. And so we went home dessertless, but it made me That's just think worst. like, am I, I know oh, I'm sorry. I just, you got to have rules. Like I am here for like a dessert with fruit on the side, then I can make a choice. But I don't want it on it or in it. Get it away. 651-641-1071. And you can disagree with me because you know what is beautiful about this world we live in? We all have preferences, and that's okay. Yeah, you're allowed to have your feels. Let's go to Jeff. We'll Jeff is on you. the line. Hi, Jeff. We Thank you, Bradley. Uh, Jeff is on the line. Jeff, what are your fruit rules when it comes to dessert? Colleen, I am with you. I went to a bakery recently, and they had a flourless chocolate cake. I said, oh, that looks fantastic. I want that. And they and they said it has a raspberry ganache. And I said, um, can I get it without the raspberry ganache? And they said, no. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was disappointed. I agree with you. Thank you. I feel seen, Jeff. Thank you. That is, to me, like the worst offense is when it's chocolate and they, like, are trying to get the fruit all up in it. No, thank you. And I feel like that about, like, actual chocolates, too. Like, if I'm in the middle of that chocolate 
sampler and I throw something in my mouth with fruit and I get a burst of orange. I'm it's I don't I don't mind it, but it's it's like it's a limited edition experience or it's like a limited it's a limited experience because I, I like I love a dark chocolate with some cherries inside or I love a, you know, dark chocolate with I, I love dark chocolate with fruit in it. Mm-hmm. But when I want dessert options, my partner is fruit dessert all the way. Like he is 100 years old. I love fruit desserts some days, but I always will on if I'm at a restaurant, I'm probably going to veer towards something decadent and yes, unusually non fruity. Why? Yes. Because if I do serve dessert at my house. It's probably going to have fruit because I'm trying not to eat hot fudge sundaes mm-hmm. at my house. I hear you. So it's not it, it's not as much it's, it's not as exciting for me. Yeah. To have a like fruit forward dessert right. on a night out. I hear that. And also to me, you have to have the option at least. Like and the reason I'm saying that is because my, and maybe we're doing like a little bit of like a a sample here, like a what's it called? Like a a focus group. Because my sense is there probably are a lot more people. Well, I can't say that. But there are enough people who don't want fruit in their dessert you that you need to have an option. option. Exactly. Uh, let's go. We've got more callers. We've got Janice on the line. Hi, Janice. Hi. What are so, your fruit and dessert feelings? So I, I have to say this first. I have been listening to you guys since you started from the beginning. Mm. And thank I am you. very sad that you are leaving, Colleen. Oh, thank you. Because since COVID, I have been listening to your show over the noon hour, and you guys have made COVID pandemic happen. It, it was much easier listening to you guys because there was a lot more laughter than tears and fears. Oh, thank, thank you. So you very I am much. very sorry, but yet happy for you because you're going to be doing something that you need to do. Thank you very much, Janice. So sorry to hijack you no, like this. No, that's but, um, okay. To, to go back to the dessert, I'm kind of conflicted because I like dessert without fruit, but I also enjoy fruit as a dessert yeah but it depends on what what fruit dessert option there is Mm. but i agree with you colleen i think the restaurants need to always offer an option both with fruit and without or else they're not doing us a favor thank you janice thank you janice so much yes thank you so much for your whole call um and also i just want to say i am fine with just fruit for dessert like if that's an option just fruit is fine but don't put chocolate no, near it. I'm never, fine with it. I wouldn't order it, but like at home I would do that. Yeah, I'd be course. like, oh, I want like a big old bowl of berries. I'm in. Yeah. But uh, but no, I just don't want it anywhere near. And by the way, Jan- for those of you who didn't know, what Janice was talking about is I did announce earlier in the show that I will be leaving and the Colleen and Bradley show will be ending as of December 9th. Both Bradley and Holly will still be here at the radio station. I will be back as a fill-in. Uh, but new things are coming New things are blossoming, and there will be an announcement of that forthcoming. Uh, but for now, that is the news of the day, at least where we're concerned on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, let's let Rennie have the final word on fruit in your de- fruit and your dessert. Hi, Rennie. Hi. So tell us about what your feelings are about fruit in your dessert. Well, I've been waiting for to say this for my whole life, I feel like. Okay. I am a no on the fruit with dessert, especially with chocolate and cheesecake. Oh, mm. yeah. So you would prefer to not have fruit anywhere near your dessert? 
Exactly. And it's so hard with the cheesecake, I feel like. Yeah, because everybody wants to put fruit on your cheesecake. For sure. Yeah. Hey, can I tell you something while you're here? I want to tell you about a Absolutely. new product. I, I want to tell you about a new product I found. Do you know that you can buy at the grocery store a Philadelphia, and it's like the cheesecake filling, mm-hmm. and then it put, gives you like graham cracker crumbles on the top, Yum. and it's almost like yogurt, like it's served like yogurt, sure. but it is fully cheesecake Yum. that you just put the crumbles on the top. Like a no-bake cheesecake. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. on the top. Yes. delicious. I know. So look for that. It's made by Philadelphia, and my daughter and I totally indulged in that while we watched Gilmore Girls the other night. Um, that's my gift to you. <laughs> Thank you for your call. Please. And I love that we gave her the opportunity to say the thing that she had been meaning to say her whole yeah, life. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. No for service. Public, put that in the public file. Yeah, Holly. Noted. Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, ooh, Britney Spears, it, we're going to get the Cobra gang together. And talk about Brittany and some news about her former assistant, Faye, after this on My Talk 107.1. Well, here on the Colleen and Bradley show, you know that we have been following the twirling of one Britney Spears. And there's more to follow right now. Uh, I think we should probably get the Cobra gang together. Let's do it! Whenever there's trouble, we'll the double with a Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with a Cobra Gang. Okay, uh, here's here's some more proof, I think, that we need to be worried about what's actually going on with Britney because someone who was very close to Britney is talking about how she still has not had a chance to connect with Britney post-conservatorship, which is a little shocking because you would imagine that after sort of the conservatorship dissolved, mm-hmm. that some of the barriers and boundaries and walls around Britney would crumble. That's what I think we hoped, and I think that's what a lot of people thought happened. Although, do you remember Fee, that is uh, Felicia Collada? My favorite drink on the beach. Felicia Collada. You would have seen her listen. I know you do, Colleen, but the listener would remember Felicia, I think, from the documentary about Mm -hmm. Brittany, the one specifically, I think it was the New York Times one, Uh where she was, well, I don't know now. I'm, I'm probably just pulling that on my rear end, but she was on one of the documentaries talking about the conservatorship and Brittany and how they lost touch. And she was literally like, the person that Britney dealt with day to day on tour. Yeah. She was like her right hand woman. Yeah. She had been like a very close friend of the family. And then basically they made her Felicia Collada, um, Britney's minder when she was um, a minor and living in, I'm going to say New York. Um, and then, yeah, continued to be employed by Britney Spears as her assistant and closest confidant, basically being there when the family couldn't be there. That's pretty big. And that's a pretty big um, that's a pretty big person to have cut out of your life. Yes. And it had been, you know, essentially like black and white, like a switch turning off in terms of her being disconnected, kicked off the tour, not persona non grata, right? Yeah, she had basically been um, like almost demoted. They kept her very separate from Britney on the last tour that she was on um, and then sort of faded off into the sunset. Well, she hasn't spoken to Britney since she was finally freed from that 13-year conservatorship quote. Excuse me. Oh, I haven't. Uh, sp- now, the reason we know what Felicia Fee Colada, Felicia Colada, mm-hmm. 
has to say is because page six caught up with her at the Broadway opening of the musical and Juliet on Thursday. Hmm. Quote, I haven't spoken to her in quite a while. I write all the time. I love handwritten letters. And she has this delightful Southern accent because I think she's from Louisiana like Mm -hmm. Brittany is, right? I just hope and pray she gets them, her letters. I know for sure before she wasn't in the past, so I'm I know for sure she wasn't in the past, mm-hmm. meaning she wasn't getting her letters in the past. So I'm very hopeful that she gets them now. That just breaks my heart. But that just, when I read that, it breaks my heart too. But like, it's it's kind of like nothing has changed. But I'm like, isn't it a little weird that she hasn't reached out to Fee? Like, I could understand if like in the beginning, things are awkward. Felicia's maybe not top of mind. But this woman is still writing her letters and she doesn't respond. I'm not saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Well, seems a little suspicious. So what's really interesting to me is uh, I know I talk about this from time to time, but I follow this person who shows up a lot in the comments of Brittany's um, posts, and she goes real deep in the free Brittany. I think there's actually the new or the the revised movement is justice for Britney and there's like they refer to themselves as a community and they are doing a ton of I mean they are like these are like people who have made this into a part-time job who go very deep in videos in ways that I'm not always comfortable with that I don't want to get seems very boundary pushing exactly but one of the things that she has started to do recently is bring in some of the court documents from the the dissolution of the uh, conservatorship. And remember, there was supposed to be like a a transitional team put in place. And we don't ever hear about that. We don't ever hear about how it's progressing. We just heard Jamie Spears, no longer conservator, Mm -hmm. bridge in place or like, you know, transition Mm -hmm. in place. And then we've heard nothing. We don't know who's around her. And that's the thing is, I think other that than Sam, which don't even get me started, right? But remember, she had handpicked Jody Montgomery to stay on her transition team, right? Remember that when Jody oh, Montgomery, yeah, because yeah. yeah. no, Jody Montgomery was one of the few people around her at the time of her conservatorship who ended up being able to advocate in her best interest. It appeared mm-hmm. in a way that no one else had, and so that transition. I mean, I don't know what. I don't know enough about the transition, how long it was supposed to go on for, what was included in that. But we all thought, yay, she's free. And I just don't think it's what we thought. We also have been wondering, where is she? Because none of her posts seem to be very au courant. Yeah. No, she's twirling in the foyer of that Thousand Oaks home. home. The old home. All Mm -hmm. of the videos, Mm -hmm. with the exception of Sam's live Instagram Mm -hmm. attempt where he tried to Instagram live her without her permission. And by the way, she was off camera. You didn't see her Mm -hmm. is the only thing that alleges to be in the moment. Yeah. And even that is slightly well off because he doesn't show, he doesn't show her. And it really like, I don't know. Did you actually listen to it? Like not live, but like listen to the recording of it. It's the thing that's hard to hear is there's like a, an urgency to her voice that makes you like sad. Mm. It's not, there's nothing about the conversation that is like, Hey, do you want to do this? And her, it's not like, she's like, no, I don't have anything to say. It's not like that. Like, like you would imagine two people just sort of leisurely laying in bed. Like I'm out, I'm live on Instagram. You want to come on? 
It's not like that. It's this like there's like a tension in her voice that's like, no, I'm always live. I don't want it. And that in and of itself, I know I'm getting nitpicky because I go down the but rabbit hole. We have no other option because of the, in the lack of information. But what does I'm always live mean? Do you see what I'm saying? I, yeah, I don't know. And I just again, I mean, she's I just, always on. Yeah, for sure. But is she? Because we haven't seen her. Well. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I know. Something right. And that's all I'm trying to say. It's on smells and it ain't right. Uh. And that's all. I don't know. But like if I'm Felicia Culotta, I am one. Like I want to know what's going on with my friend. Yeah. And that's the part that's so sad is that this person spent so much time with Brittany, got completely cut out and maybe had a kernel of hope when things started to change and she still isn't. She's not there. No, Felicia, we love you. Mm-hmm. And we hope call us. Call, call us because we'll answer your letters. Yeah, we will. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll answer you with some crazy, stupid idiots when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. You know them, you love them. And we tell you about them every day on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, we call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things. Repeatedly, over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. Sometimes other places. Like? Uh, like Missouri. <sighs> Missouri loves company. Company. And um, this one is one I've never heard, and I can't wait to show you the photo. Uh-oh. Because that's also one of my favorites. Have you heard the story about the guy who pleaded guilty to robbing a bank? After writing a note that, well, earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. Mm. No, I have not heard about this. Okay, so uh, I want to tell you about this guy. His name is Michael Conway Lloyd. He's 30 years old. He entered his plea to one count of bank robbery in federal court. and But that's not unusual. That's I mean, pretty People garden- be robbing banks. People rob banks. But it's the note that he wrote. It's more importantly, well... It's not the note he wrote. It's on what he denoted mm. the note. On what he wrote the note. On what he wrote the note that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. He wrote the note on used toilet paper. No, he did not write it on used toilet paper. It's something that ultimately led to his arrest. Mm. Um, did he write it on like some sort of bingo card? No. <laughs> it, so if it led to his arrest, it had to have some identifying. Okay, he wrote it. I know. He wrote it on the back of his cable bill. Even better. Oh. What is the most identifying document you own? Oh, your social, social security, security card? Close. With even more detail. Your birth certificate? Yeah. Dude. Uh. No, he he wrote a demand note on the back of his own birth certificate. But wait, there's more. I don't get it. He was also wearing something else that police were able to use to identify him. 
Um, he was wearing something. There was something on uh, him that led police to be able to identify him very quickly and straightforwardly. Um, he was wearing something? Mm-hmm. Something that, well, may have indicated he had already committed a crime. Handcuffs? No. Oh. The, the like, orange shirt that, nope. you know. Like an ankle? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. So he wrote a demand letter on the back of his birth certificate while wearing know. an ankle bracelet, an ankle monitor bracelet that from a previous a cry crime. for help. That is like if several there were one. cries for help. Oh my gosh. Um, he did, though, when confronted in the courtroom, say that, well, or the authorities at the time, that he did this to prove a point to his lover. What point, pray tell? We don't know because oh. he was not clear about that. But can you please now look at his... Okay. Photo. Okay. Michael Conley Lloyd after being caught. Wait, where is he? He's on there. Maybe you have to refresh. Maybe I do. Hold, please. Please hold. Refresh. No, I still don't see it. Oh, wait. Where'd you put it? Here. I think I put it at the wrong okay. place. Okay. There you go. Okay. Still not seeing it. <laughs> there, there it is. Okay, here we go. Oh, oh. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. Yeah. Oh, honey. Yeah. Was he eating what a lot of squash? That's he, a tattoo. Was he eating a lot of 12. squash? Squash? Well, or like oh, carrots, carrots or something? Yeah. Like he's he's he does look a little yeah. look a little jaundiced. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Should check his gallbladder. Oof. Where oh, are we going next? Okay. Thanks for asking. We're going to I believe we're going to New York City, and um, we are going to meet a female. I don't know why we need to know that it's a female Amazon delivery driver. I don't know. Is that relevant to the story? I don't think it is. Okay, I weird. don't think her her parts ever come into question. Um, but here's what had happened. Uh, this Amazon delivery driver delivered packages to a home in New York City back in October 29th. On October 29th. Okay. And while she was there, she helped herself to several packages that had been previously delivered. So she was a thief, a delivery thief. Like she brought a package a and left with more packages. Yeah. How does that work? Uh, I'm not really sure, but this, she was caught because of course everybody has them. Ring camera. Exactly. God, why um, do people think they are going to steal something off somebody's porch and it's not going to be seen? I mean, it's going to be seen. You may not get caught from that. However, people are going to see it. And if you are in an Amazon delivery costume, well, pulling up in your Amazon truck, they're probably going to be able to figure out. costume? You know, she's got her uni on. Yeah. And she know, and like she's rolling up in the Amazon truck. Like I don't know, Amazon might be able to track down who that might have been, and that's exactly what happened. So then what? she goes back to her truck okay. with the stolen packages, okay. and she opens them up. Okay, so she delivers the package, takes packages, goes to her car, opens are up these the packages. packages. These are packages that had already been delivered, correct? Like returns. But I don't know whether or not they were Amazon packages. That is not oh, known. But they're okay. like she brought the Amazon package, picked up whatever package was there. Could have been, you know, FedEx, could have been the US Postal Service. There are other outfits. Goes back to a car, opens them up, finds out that they are dresses for a wedding. Oh God. 
drives to the shop where they were purchased. What? Returns them. Oh, this is next level. I know. Is given a digital gift card. And that's it. And she doesn't think she's going to get caught. Mm-hmm. She got caught. She got fired. Uh, and now they are working. Amazon is working with the police because they are still investigating. I don't, what's I don't the know. Investigation? I don't understand. They don't know this employee. Yeah. Um, the nice thing is, here's the good news, right? Because we like to share when things go well. Apparently, uh, Amazon has reached out to the homeowner to try to make it right. Okay. The wedding has happened. It went off without a hitch. All is well. Okay, good. Good. That's the important part. But gross. But I don't understand. Like, if you're going to see, like, I'm not trying to get in the head of a, a thief other than I am because that's what we do on this segment. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you just be stealing packages that you've already got in your truck? I guess because that you think they're trackable, but I'm like, what about like rolling up to somebody's house and removing a package right? doesn't make you think you're going to get caught? Right. I don't know. That's that's also a weird you mind. would think of all the people to be paying attention to the camera situation, an Amazon person, right? Like yeah. they go up to all kinds of doors all day long. I would make faces constantly. At oh doors, yeah, like, blah, 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 blah. I do that. I have a friend who has one of those ring cams, and whenever I drop something off at her house, I make sure I get in real close and make a really weird face for her. Oh, it's smart. Because wherever she is, she'll know. Like somebody's approaching you could end up my on door. That show. I hope so. That's if only Steve I Patterson knew somebody. <laughs> You could do it! Yes! Okay, where are we going next? Okay, we are going to Southern California yet again, and specifically Torrance. I don't know where that is. Holly, where's Torrance? Do you know? That's near the Los Angeles area. Holly's a resident L.A. uh, Resident? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Video released by the Torrance Police shows something you won't believe. Four suspects exiting something to steal something off of something. Now, I'm being very vague intentionally because otherwise I would just tell you and then it wouldn't be funny. So... I will tell you that they stole catalytic converters. That's a thing, right? Oh, such a thing. But it's what they exited out of, I think, that earns this story some crazy stupidity status because it's not what you are going to think it is, if that makes any sense. So I'm going to tell you that in a video that was obtained by police, four male sucks, sucks. Careful. Suspects exited something alongside a white van. One of the men is seen acting as a lookout whilst the others pull equipment out of the thing. Mm-hmm. They used to jack up the van, steal the catalytic converter, and then they drove away. But it's what they were in that earned them crazy stupidity status. Okay. Now, what would you normally think somebody who's about to steal a catalytic converter would be in? Like a car? Well, yeah, but like, like... What kind of car? Like a truck. Sure. Something a, a big a big kind of car. Crossover SUV. Yeah, but something that has some room Trucky in it. Trucky truck. Oh, yeah. I was just gonna say a sensible sedan. Those Maybe used even to a be sensible big. sedan. Sedan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, what make or model? Well, uh, what what make of car do you think the thief would roll up in? And I don't need you to like be that specific, but like, I don't know. Give me an example. A Ford? Okay, sure. Okay. Right? Ford, Honda. Sure. uh, Maybe even a Tesla. Oh. Although, probably not, right? Maybe an Oldsmobile? Did they roll up in like a super sporty, like Lamborghini, like a, or what's that one that starts with a B that everybody named their kid after? Lamborghini. Bentley? Ah, thank you. A yellow Lamborghini. Oh. Oh my gosh. Nobody will notice me. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, <sighs> and they rolled out. They had all the equipment in their sporty sports car. Yes, in a like however many bajillion dollar Lamborghini. They had everything they needed for people and all the equipment to steal from a white van. Don't you feel like that's going to stick out a little bit? Yeah, I feel like people might remember that. Exactly. With their eyeballs. And they did stick out and police are on the lookout because they have the video, but they don't have the people. So if you know anything, call the Torrance Police Department. Bye. (sighs) I would imagine like you could probably search all the owners of yellow Lamborghinis. Well, you'd think. Doesn't that seem like. That's like license and registrate. Call the vehicle right. registration department. Is that a thing? Sure. Yeah. The DMV. Obviously. The Department of Motor Vehicles. <laughs> uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is that time of day for us to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback. Live! We are going to do that after this on My Talk 1071.